Welcome to the show. On today's episode, we have Najina Abdullah, who founded Masala Body as a side hustle after having two children and yo-yo dieting for most of her life. She left corporate consulting to use her molecular biology degree to focus on helping professional women transform their bodies and lives full-time. Since then, she's been featured in Health, Business Insider, and People as an expert on healthy living, meal prepping, and incorporating spices for weight loss. In this episode, we'll talk about increasing metabolism with a healthy morning routine and how to lose fat by changing your lifestyle habits instead of over-exercising and under-eating. Welcome to the Kaka TV podcast, your source for all things health, happiness, and beauty. Hello, how are you doing today? I'm so good. I'm doing great, Kat. How are you? Great. So I'm super excited that you're here because I love an unexpected origin story. Tell us a little bit about your background and how you went from molecular biology to getting an MBA, then doing consulting, and now having your own health coaching business. Oh, absolutely. Well, when I was going to undergrad, I went to undergrad at UC Berkeley, and I come from an an Indian background. And it was kind of in my family where it was like, you're just going to become a doctor. That was just what it was. And I didn't question it too much. I didn't know what else was out there. So I went down the path of going to become a doctor. I majored in molecular and cell biology. And then when I was in school, I realized that I really enjoyed interacting with people and and solving problems and just being in the moment and doing more strategic work. So I decided at that moment in college that I was just going to change. I was going to finish up my major in molecular and cell biology, but then I went on to work for a, um, a pretty big healthcare firm in California called Kaiser Permanente. And I went into consulting there. And so I loved that work. I loved merging my healthcare background along with helping this huge organization solve their problems, implement new solutions. And then from there, my dream had always been to move to New York City. And I was, I grew up on the West Coast, um, and I always saw, um, picture, uh, movies and TV shows about New York. And so I decided that the way that I could get there was to apply to business school and apply only in New York. And so that's what I did. I applied only in New York, a couple other East Coast schools. I made it over there to NYU and, and then I loved my career so much. I didn't want to change my career. I just wanted to get bigger. And so I decided to go into consulting for a top four consulting firm, which it, that's what in business school you recruit, you do all this, you know, all this very intensive interviewing process. I got my dream job living in New York City, um, working for a top consulting firm. And and that was where everything really shifted, Kat. It's like I was working in my in my dream job, I was jumping on planes and trains, traveling all over the place, staying in hotels. I absolutely loved it. And I shortly after had my first child and my second child. And at that point, you know, something that had happened to me all along this way was that I had always struggled with my weight and with my health. Um, it was something that I thought about every single morning. I thought about it all day long. As I was living this life that I was, that I dreamed about, there was this underlying current where I was not fully satisfied and happy because I hadn't achieved the body that I wanted to. I didn't feel good in my body. I didn't feel as confident as I knew that I could. And all of this was exacerbated after I had my two children. 
And so I was at the maximum weight of my life and I was getting ready to go back to my job because I was on maternity leave. And I was just thinking about all the clothes that I didn't fit into that I loved, expensive, nice, stylish clothes that I couldn't fit into anymore. And I also was just feeling really low and down about my energy. And it all came together one one day when uh, my uh, my sister called me um, from you from and she wanted to go out into to New York with our husbands to go out to dinner and I actually turned her down um, because I felt so low in my body I felt so just uh, like I didn't feel confident I didn't know what I would wear and I just didn't want to leave my house and I realized that that was the person that I was not and and I needed to change this cycle before I started living the rest of of my life feeling uncomfortable in my body. And so that's the moment where I decided I need to make a change. I have to lose this weight. But because I had struggled so much in the past to lose weight, I'd followed all of the diets from Weight Watchers to Noom. I had followed uh, Noom when it came out, like it came out later, but like weight, Nutrisystem, eating less, exercising more. I could never lose more than 10 pounds and keep it off. And so I decided I needed to have a completely different way of, um, of losing weight and of making it sustainable. And the first, um, the first sentence that went through my mind when I made this realization that day was I need to make this fun. I have to make this fun because otherwise it's going to be dreadful and I'm going to hate doing it every single day. So I need to make it fun. And that's what I did. I started studying all the scientific material I started realizing that instead of restricting ourselves from foods, we can actually add more metabolism boosting spices, we can add flavors, and we can add foods that keep us full and not hungry. And so I made some of these changes. And this is to my greatest surprise of my life. I lost 40 pounds in nine months, right after I started doing these very simple, easy things. We'll talk about some of them. And they were very, very straightforward, but I felt so great. I loved what I was eating. Now, not only did I lose 40 pounds, but my husband also lost 20 pounds in the first month because we were eating together. And um, this was where everything shifted. I had two children. And as I went back to work, people could not believe that I was coming back to work after having two kids. They told me that I looked better than ever, that I was had more energy. In fact, I got a promotion because I had so much confidence. I felt so great in my body. And it was at that moment that so many people were asking me what I was doing that I started my blog, masalabody.com. I started sharing my mindsets. I started sharing my recipes. And then I started bringing on clients to guide them to their weight loss um, when they were busy professionals. And now it's evolved into my full-time job. I no longer work at the consulting firm, but I help people that work at at very busy, ambitious jobs to create a system and to keep the weight off forever and to love it, to love how they feel, to love how they eat and to completely change their lifestyle. So that's how the story evolves. All right, so let's go back. You were working 70 plus hours a week after having two kids and you still lost 40 pounds. So how did you find the time, one? And two, what kind of sorcery did you use? <laughs> I love it. I love that, Kat. Uh, it's, it absolutely can seem like it was like a, a magical wand was being waved. That's how I felt, um, especially after I got, got on the scale after the first four weeks and I had been eating more food than I'd ever eaten before. I was loving what I was eating and I watch the scale drop 10 pounds in the first four weeks and then go on to, to drop 40 in nine months. And so the first myth here that you're bringing up is that it has to take a lot of time to lose weight. And 
it can take time if you're not focusing on the right things. Now, the number one right thing to focus on is what you're putting into your body, what you're eating. Food is 80% of losing weight. And a lot of times we are taught that we need to exercise for an hour and a half a day or exercise four times a week, sweat and feel exhausted and force ourselves to get that exercise. And it's absolutely just not true. What we, what, if you're doing that and you're not eating right, you're, you're going to be working out for years and looking exactly the same. So what I did is that I started um, by looking at what I was eating and I started adding more real foods to my diet. And the way that something that was really important to me was that I needed my food to taste good. And so I started um, bringing back the spices that I had uh, that I had grown up with as growing up in an Indian family. And so one of the first things I did, and this is an excellent place to start, is that you know, I used to have a coffee in the morning that was super sugary. I would use artificial sweeteners because I thought that was healthier. Um, and I would also use very high sugar creamer. And I would tell myself, and I, I actually believe that it was just a little bit. I, it's like just a little bit. It's okay. And so I started learning how if you could replace your sweetener and your creamer, instead of using sugars or artificial sweeteners, um, you can use cinnamon in your coffee. And what cinnamon does is it gives you that sweetness and that's, and, but then it doesn't spike your insulin like sugar does. And what artificial sweeteners do is that they keep your brain hooked on the taste of sweet. So you're constantly wanting more foods that are sweet. You're not able to taste foods that don't have sweet in them because you're craving it. So you're shifting the dynamic of what your body's craving. And, um, and so when I started adding cinnamon to my coffee, I started off with using a little bit of creamer and then I soon went to not needing that creamer anymore. And um, that was one of the first things that changed everything in my morning, because when you have some sugar, it causes you to want more sugar. Sugar is one of the biggest reasons that we put on more fat on our bodies because of the hormonal problems or the hormonal imbalances that eating sugar causes. It causes your insulin to spike. And then as a result, you store more fat if you have sugar in your blood. So I switched this around. I started adding this amazing, delicious taste of, of cinnamon, but it wasn't causing me to store more fat. And then as a result, it was also causing me to not no longer want to eat sweet in the daytime. Because when you eat some sugar, it causes you to have to, to want more sugar. It's a, it's a drug. It it's an addiction. Your body wants more of it when you give more of it to, to yourself. So I totally turned that off and then could focus on eating, you know, really delicious, wholesome, real foods that tasted great with other flavors and spices. Um, and so that was really one of the things is that I focused on adding cinnamon to my coffee that changed the morning. I also started doing a morning smoothie because it was super fast and easy. I had two kids. I was also traveling. Um, so I would make a morning smoothie. It would take me one minute to make and one minute to drink. and It would keep me full all the way until lunch. And so What's really important in a morning smoothie is that you want to have this element that I call protein more. So you want to have protein in your breakfast because then that satisfies you. And it also keeps your sugar cravings really low. In fact, sometimes many people may think that you're not able to control your sugar cravings or you're born with sugar cravings. But actually what's happening is that when you're not giving your body enough of the right foods, your body cries out for sugar because it's hungry for something. So when you preempt that and give yourself protein more, you give yourself other forms of sweetness that are more natural, the sugar cravings actually disappear. 
And it, and that's the part that when you say what sorcery did you use, that's the sorcery that I felt that was that that I that I I ended up using without even realizing it is that I started tricking my body and into not wanting sugar anymore by giving it other foods that were so much more filling. And so would it be helpful for me to share a little bit about like what goes into that morning smoothie or how to put together a morning smoothie that's really filling? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So I love to have smoothies that I call metabolism boosting morning smoothies. And so these metabolism boosting morning smoothies, they have a few different elements. I actually have a template, which is called a metabolism boosting morning smoothie template. And so the first step of this template is to use a low sugar liquid like almond milk that's unsweetened or water. Um, either of those are great. You can also use some coconut water if you'd like, because it's, it's fairly low sugar. Um, so any of those are great. Then what you want to do is you want to add a protein. Um, and so a protein can come in the form of a protein powder, a scoop of protein powder, which is what I recommend. Um, I love using a vegan protein powder. It causes less bloating than any other protein powders. But if you don't feel comfortable with protein powders, you can also do Greek yogurt as well, about five ounces of Greek yogurt. Um, then after that, you want to add a, um, a little bit of a natural sweet. So a natural sweet that tastes really good is something like strawberries because strawberries, they have sweetness, but they're very low sugar. You could use any other berries as well, or you could even use a little bit of an apple if you'd like. Um, so you have a sweet, then you want to have a, a, a nutritional, a veggie. So you could, if like what I recommend is starting with is a cup of spinach. And this may sound different to some people. It may sound normal to others. You actually won't even taste the spinach when it's combined with these other things that I've described to you. And you're getting such a boost and a burst of nutrition right away in the morning. It's going to give you so much energy. So you have that spinach. Um, then you do what I call a secret ingredient, which is called flaxseed. And what flaxseed does is that it keeps your, um, it keeps your, uh, your, it gives you more fiber. So it keeps you full with less calories. And there's some magic in that. When you can stay full with less calories, you definitely want to eat more of that. So you do two tablespoons of flaxseed. And then finally, for the final addition, you can add a little flare at the end with some mint. You could add mint leaves. You could add, if you like cilantro, if you like jalapenos, you could add something that is a little bit flavorful. And and so the recipe I just described is what I call my mint strawberry morning metabolism boosting smoothie. And so you have those elements and you can swap any of those. You can swap spinach with another green. You can swap strawberries with another berry um, or another fruit. Um, and then you put this all together and it's so delicious. It's so filling. Literally, if you do the coffee with cinnamon and you do this, um, the morning smoothie, it's going to be about two to three days before you see your weight drop like by two to four pounds. And it's that simple. And so that's really where I started was getting my morning right. And then adding more protein, adding more veggies, adding more spices to my lunch and dinner, and then making everything very easy and systematic where I wasn't thinking every day, like, what do I eat? I would already have made food that would last me for three or four days at a time instead of cooking every day. And I call that easy eating. This concept of easy eating is incredibly important for busy people to simplify what you're eating so that you can just create a very easy system and your fat will literally melt away while this is happening. Your hormones will get balanced. We'll talk more about that as well. And um, you will also um, get off of sugar by doing these simple, simple things. And so that's what happened. It was really a result of me feeling full and also getting off sugar by giving myself more foods that were filling so that I just didn't even have the sugar cravings. So I was never fighting against sugar cravings. They just disappeared. 
and I lost 10 pounds in my first month. It was an amazing, exciting, thrilling month. Then I went on to lose 20 pounds in three months. And then I went on to lose nine, by, by in nine months, lose 40 pounds. And my daughter's um, one-year-old birthday was around that time. And when I went to her birthday party, people couldn't believe that I had a one-year-old. And I couldn't believe it either. I couldn't believe that I was more in shape after having two kids than I had been before. And it was all because I learned the secrets of metabolism boosting and the secrets of how to eat foods that keep you full, boost your metabolism and just and, and simplify. Like I learned the concept of simplifying. And so it's been 10 years since that's happened, Kat. My daughter's now 10 and a half years old. And not only has that weight stayed off, but I've now gotten more fit, more toned, more athletic, and I'm 10 years older now. But I have, I can, I have more energy to live the life that I dreamed of with my children, to grow a business. I, I grew it on the side of my full-time job in the beginning, and now it's my full-time job. But to have the energy to do this, it all started from treating myself with more self-care and losing the weight so I had more energy. So I love that. So you mentioned the flax seeds, which is super good for detoxing hormones. I, we always talk about that on the podcast. Flax seeds, if you freshly grind them and then have them in the morning, it'll help detox extra estrogens. It helps you more, be more regular. So it's great. And and then you mentioned um, adding more protein into it. So I have some questions because I'm thinking of redoing the smoothie thing because I used to do them back in the day. Mm -hmm. So what do you what are your thoughts on peanut butter mm -hmm. as a protein? Mm -hmm. Because I love peanut butter. <laughs> yes, 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 absolutely. Okay, so peanut butter is something, it has some protein in it, though it's more of what uh, I consider a healthy fat. And so it has more of, the, of fat in it, which is also really good because healthy fats keep you full and satisfied. So, um, so, you know, if you're going to have it, then what I would recommend is like you could either do, so you're not, you're still going to stay full but you're not going to get your protein boost as much. Um, so what I would do is you could do one tablespoon of peanut butter and then do a little bit of protein powder, like a half scoop of protein powder or a little bit of Greek yogurt, but you can also find high protein peanut butters. And that's what I would recommend is looking for that high protein peanut butter. Usually they're available on Amazon. They're not always available in the supermarket um, and looking for a high protein peanut butter. And then you can use that as your, as your replacement. And another option is to actually get a, a peanut butter or a chocolate protein powder so that you can use that in there. And that tastes really good as well. So peanut butter is, is really great. In fact, I actually um, have a smoothie called the Rise and Grind Morning Smoothie, which you, you combine peanut butter, you combine protein powder, and you combine your morning coffee if you like coffee. So it's like everything. So if you really need to be efficient in the morning, which many of us do, you can have everything in one and that you get your caffeine boost if you need that. You get your, um, your peanut butter, which tastes delicious. It tastes like dessert and it's so healthy for you if you eat it in the right quantities. And then you also get your protein boost. So you could add some peanut butter and lower the protein or use a high protein peanut butter. That would be the, the best option. Okay, great tip. I love that. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about the eating portion of your method. Is this low carb, no carb, keto, vegan? What's the, the diet? Okay, absolutely. So this is definitely um, a lifestyle shift. 
And this is about how you never have to diet again, because you learn what your foods are. are um, you learn what your foods are, like just like how we talked about peanut butter is a healthy fat. We may think certain foods are certain foods. We want to put them in the right categories. And then it's very simple. And so I have a framework which will bring, which brings us all together called the tested and perfected fat burning food framework. And what this framework does is it very clearly and simply lays out what foods to put on your plate for every single meal. Um, and it includes, so the overall summary of it, it's very simple, is that you want to have protein and veggies at every meal. In your morning and your evening, you want to have a healthy fat along with that. So a healthy fat could be um, peanut butter, a healthy fat could be eggs, a healthy fat could be avocado. So you have a healthy fat because that keeps you full and satisfied. And then at, in the afternoon, you want to have what I call a healthy car. And so we're absolutely not taking out any food groups that is not sustainable. Um, I have done all the diets that you've mentioned. So I know how they work, which ones work. Um, and the thing is, all of them work. They all work. Like you can lose weight from keto. You can lose weight from low carb. You can lose. The question is, which of these are really sustainable? Like which ones can you do for a long time? Because a lot of times when we, if we want to lose weight, we might think about just that amount of weight that we want to lose, whether it's 20 pounds, 30, 40 pounds, but we're not always thinking about what's going to happen when we get there. And that is why I have spent the last 10 years having kept my weight off and not going through the yo-yo that I used to be on when I did follow the diets. And that's exactly what my clients do now is that they lose it once and for all and they never put it back on because they're eating all of the food groups. They're not taking anything out. And so... Um, so when you combine it, I'll, I'll give you some examples of healthy carbs as well um, so that you can know what fits into that category. I recommend having carbs in the daytime because then you can burn them off throughout the day. Um, but because they're healthy carbs, what that means is that they burn slowly. So if you're going to eat something like a white bread or white rice, you're going to eat it and your body's going to quickly digest it. And within 30 minutes, it's going to burn, burn away. And if you, if you don't burn it off, it stores as fat. Um, secondly, you also feel hungry again when you have these unhealthier carbs. So you end up eating double the calories that your body really needs because you're not treating your body in the smartest, most strategic way. You're kind of eating foods that for the moment, but they're not lasting. And so you, you end up having to eat double or triple just to stay full throughout the day. So what you could do um, in these examples is use my, um, my uh, healthy carb examples. So healthy carbs are carbs that have more fiber in them. They're, they're not only complex carbs, they're even more fibrous than complex carbs, meaning they take a while to break down. So when you eat them, you feel full and satisfied for hours from a quarter of the calories that you would have eaten. So we're like tricking our bodies. I love using that concept, tricking our bodies, because when you use these foods, your body, you, you'll feel like you don't even need as much food as you thought you needed. And so, um, and you're not hungry and it's actually the amount of food your body really needs. You don't need more than it. It's just that we're giving ourselves foods that break down. So some examples of healthy carbs, um, my favorite ones are that work so well, work so, so efficiently, they keep you full for hours, are beans and lentils. So um, black beans, pinto beans, lentils like um, yellow lentils, red lentils, um, chickpeas, all of those things are amazing. Um, and having that, that's where I really like to bring in the spices that I grew up with, because when you're eating these beans and you're adding in cumin, you're adding in ginger, you're adding garlic, maybe some turmeric, 
those are also speeding up your metabolism while you're staying full for hours. And then in addition, um, they're also giving you extra weight loss benefits like turmeric helps you um, lower inflammation. Um, and, and that decreases the puffiness in your face that you might be experiencing sometimes. It, it, it helps with the bloating in your stomach. Cumin actually has been proven to decrease belly fat. And so you're adding these spices, they're making your foods taste so good, but they're also giving you a weight loss boost. So it's like this system. And it's so, this is what makes eating healthy fun is when you're eating these delicious spices. Um, so beans and lentils are great, two great examples. Other examples are um, if you eat what I call slimming grains. So slimming grains are alternatives to rice and they include grains or grain alternatives like millet, buckwheat, or couscous. Those are three of the ones that I recommend. And when you eat those, instead of eating uh, white rice or brown rice, you'll find that you'll stay full for longer and it won't spike your insulin. It won't cause that fat storage. And like, again, we're tricking our body to stay full for longer without um, eating, as eating as many calories as you would have eaten before. So this is really the concept of, and, and this is something that I created because I started learning about these carbs that burn much more slowly. And when you start eating these carbs that burn much more slowly, you realize that you don't need as much food. And you also realize that your sugar cravings has, have disappeared. And so what, what you do is when you combine it with protein and veggies, and then you also add in your healthy fats in the morning and the afternoon, you're satisfied and full and you are, um, you're, you're watching your fat melt away. That's why it's called the tested and perfected fat burning food framework, because your fat is melting away because you've boosted your metabolism and you're eating the right amount of food for your body. Cause that's all that you need. Okay. So I have a question on some good carbs. Do you consider yucca or sweet potato a good carb? Oh, okay. So yucca or sweet potato. Yeah. So yucca or sweet potato. And now the real, the way that I, the way that I decide if something's a healthy carb or not is very scientific. It's basically based on the glycemic index level. So if these foods make your glycemic index rise above a certain amount, usually above 30, if it has a glycemic index score above 30, that means that your sugar, like you're releasing insulin, you're storing more fat. And so I've actually done some analysis on sweet potatoes, on beets, on, on yucca and sweet potatoes. They are on the higher end of, of the glycemic index. But what you can do is that you can just eat a smaller portion than you normally would. And that way you can still include sweet potatoes. So you could do a fourth um, of a regular sweet potato, you could do that. And then you want to combine that with some other veggies. You want to combine it with some other green veggies that are much lower on the glycemic index scale. Um, you want to combine it with maybe like onions and tomatoes and mushrooms or green beans or other things like that. Or you could just have that because that you could just have the fourth of the sweet potato and, and be fine with that. But the other things that I mentioned will create more bulk and they'll help you stay more full but also help you really lose that fat. And yucca is around the same. It's around the same of that. Now, I also want to share, though, that I have always believed in and always followed a concept called cheat day. Some people like to call it treat day. And this is where once a week you eat everything and anything you want. And I actually did cheat day for all of the entire time that I lost 40 pounds and I still continue to do it. Um, I'll, I've evolved and I can share more about how, how I've evolved now because my cravings have actually shifted. But I used to have a full cheat day where I would eat everything I wanted, including French fries, pizza, ice cream. And this was a core 
um, this was a cornerstone for this way of eating being a lifestyle shift because we live in a world where these foods exist. Like there's cake at birthday parties. There is waffles when you go out to eat brunch and they look good. And so if you're constantly having to say no, there's going to be a moment where you say yes, and then you just keep going in that direction. And so if you can balance it and say, I choose to have these foods when I want them, but I choose to have a very high energy diet five to six days of the week, but I choose to, to indulge in some of these foods that I still do like, you're going to find that this is why women are losing 40 pounds, 60 pounds, 100 pounds by, by following this method, because it's very um, gentle. It's very loving. You're not telling yourself no, you're more telling yourself yes. Yes, I can add this to my day. And so things like sweet potato, yucca, other foods like that, during the week, you may want to eat it on a low in a lower amount. But then on your cheat day, you can eat whatever you want. And a lot of times then you're good. You're like, okay, I got it out of my system. I'm back to the regular protein and veggies, healthy fats and healthy carbs during the week. I feel great with that. So let's go back to when you were working 70 plus hours a week. What kind of lifestyle shifts can women do to make sure that they're eating healthier. Do you meal prep? What does that look like? Oh, yes. Okay. So what kind of lifestyle shifts? Okay. So there's so much I can share. So let me keep it simple. This is really where you focus on, on the concept of number one, focusing on what you're eating as the number one priority and not feeling bad if you can't exercise. If you can, if you can exercise, absolutely, that's great. But that's not the biggest driver to you losing weight. That's going to come in later as you start losing weight. You're going to start to feel more energy. You're not going to be able to stay still. You're going to want to exercise. It's actually quite natural how exercise gets added into the journey, but it's not the first step. So focus on the first step, which is boosting your metabolism through food. And, um, and then the second, the, so the second thing is once you're focused and prioritizing food is to use the concept that I call easy eating. And, um, and what easy eating is, it's really about simplifying um, what you're eating. And I want to give you an example of some of our great leaders that we have, um, people like Steve Jobs, people like Obama, who um, they in their, in their closets, they have the same shirts in different colors. And so every day when they go to take, when they go to pick their outfits, they're not spending their brain energy on thinking about what to wear because they have so many other things they want to think about. They don't want to waste their energy um, on that thought. And so it's so systematized that they no longer have to think about that. And that's what what I did and what I recommend and what, what I teach is to systematize what you're eating and not think about it all the time. And so then it becomes a routine. Like I don't even think about what I'm having for breakfast. Cause I already know I just go and make it, eat it and move on with my day. And I know how much energy it gives me. And then I know that about three to four hours later, I get hungry for lunch. So I just go and make the lunch that I've already decided on quickly or pull it out of the fridge. Cause it's already been prepped. Um, and so what I recommend is having the same breakfast or having one to two breakfasts throughout the week and, and just knowing like, okay, this week I'm having a smoothie or this week I'm having a smoothie three days and I'm having eggs two days um, or keeping it very simple. And then maybe next week you change the kind of smoothie you're having, but you already know that you're having a smoothie. Um, now to take it to the next level, once you find the smoothie that you like, what's really good is to make what I call smoothie sacks. And so you take about 20 minutes on Sunday, you 
actually get some music going. You have some fun. If you have children, they can be around, they can watch you, they can help you, or you can just do your own thing and have your own time. And you just spread out like the five or six or seven ingredients for your smoothie, except for the liquid. And you put them all like, just like a, 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 a line, like a, like a factory line, you just put in the protein powder, the flaxseed, the berries, the spinach, the mint, and then you put it in the freezer. It literally takes hardly any time. And so this is a very magical tool to use as a busy person. And you will feel every morning when you go to your kitchen, like you've given yourself a gift because all you do is go to your freezer, grab it out, pour the liquid in the blender and put the whole bag in a Ziploc bag or in a Tupperware into the blender and you're done. Like you didn't even have to think. So these are the concepts that you can build on, but there is a life out there where you're easily eating foods that you love. And, and this smoothie, by the way, is delicious. I look forward to my smoothie every morning. I'm not forcing myself to have it. Um, the other concept that I like to use is called, you know, is basically bulk cooking. And I like to bulk cook with sheet pan meals. So what a sheet pan meal is, is that you use, you all you do is you put a protein and a veggie, sprinkle some spices, put it in the oven on a sheet pan and bake it at 400 degrees for 20 minutes. And you can mix and match whatever these are. You could do salmon as your protein. You could do chicken. You could do tofu. You could, and then you have any veggies that you want, asparagus, bell peppers. And if you're vegetarian or vegan um, and you don't want to eat tofu, you can just do more filling veggies like portobello mushrooms, eggplant, also do some asparagus because those are, that's very filling. Put that there, add the spices, put it into your, um, put it in there and, um, and you're going to, you're going to make enough for about three lunches, three to four lunches. And so that way that's already there and it's already done. All you do is go to your fridge if you're working at home or you bring it with you and you could use some spicy mustard as a nice dipping sauce on the side and bam, you're done. And then you also want to have your healthy carb. You could have the any of the things we talked about or we, you could also do a piece of Ezekiel bread, which is a sprouted grain bread or a healthier high fiber bread. And then you're good with your lunch, you know? And so using these concepts of simplifying your breakfast, bulk cooking your lunch, and then for your dinner, you can, it depends. It really depends on your lifestyle. Like if you have a family, you can make, there's lots of crock pot meals, Instapot meals. I have all of these that I teach. And then I have all of these resources. Um, but I also have some on my website where you can do a crock pot night. You could do an Instapot night. You could do a, a like a taco night. You could create themes so that you don't have to think about every night. And you're like, oh, well, Monday is um, burger night, you know, and we'll have different burgers. So this is very possible for families to do as well. Um, and, you know, it's really about simplifying and just also trusting. It all starts with trusting that you're eating the right things, because if you're not sure of what to eat, it, that's where everything can go haywire, where you feel like, I don't know what I should eat. What should I do? Am I doing the right thing? Should I follow this? Should I follow that? And so if you can actually get the right guidance and just know that you're doing the right thing, then it's very easy to execute after that because there's many strategies. But you do have to go into it feeling confident that you know how to combine your foods and you know what to eat and you have some easy things that you can pull together that are going to help burn your fat, help you lose weight and get healthier. Um, so those are a few strategies. And one more thing I wanted to add in is that 
this absolutely is is excellent for vegetarians and vegans because I know you had asked that. Um, we have so many vegetarians and vegans that we help. In fact, I'm plant based. I no longer eat meat. I used to eat um, some uh, fish, and I no longer eat that. So we've created. We have. This is something that absolutely is amazing for vegetarians and vegans because you can do that. You can. You're eating more vegetables. Your protein. We have a framework where you you don't necessarily need as much protein as other people are telling you. So we we make it work so that um, if you replace your protein with more of the slimming grains in one meal, you're still gonna lose a lot of weight and you're still gonna be really healthy. When you go to the doctor, it's gonna ask you like, what are you doing? Cause you're so healthy. So yes. <laughs> okay, so I have a lot of friends and myself included who the fitness ideologies out there, they'll eat less and exercise more and all that stuff. And it makes us all run on this treadmill and get nowhere with our health and our weight. So one of the problems that a lot of us have is we eat almost nothing and we're gaining weight. So how can we break that? Oh my gosh, such a absolutely great question. And this is really another myth that I absolutely am so excited to bust right now. And that's the myth that we um, are, that we need to eat less to lose more weight. And um, it's absolutely wrong, especially after after your 20s or so that that doesn't work anymore. If you start to find that as you go through life, you may feel that your metabolism is slowing. You may feel that you're not losing the weight or you're not able to be at the place that you once were, even though you're doing the same things. The reason is most likely that your metabolism, you're not boosting your metabolism enough and it's because you're not eating enough. You're under eating. And I see this over and over again. In fact, I've had multiple clients that I've coached to show them that I tell them to eat more. I tell them to eat more of these foods following the framework that we've been talking about. And there, it's a very big disconnect mentally because we've been taught to eat less it, it helps us lose weight. And so when they're eating more, they're telling me, oh my gosh, I'm so full. I can't believe that I'm so full. And then they go to weigh themselves and they lost two to three pounds that week. And then they keep going and they keep going. And this is absolutely true. In fact, women in their 60s, 70s, and even 80s are seeing this happening to them that once they start eating enough food, they, they um, release the weight. It starts to finally release. Even if it hadn't been going for 10, 20 or more years sometimes, it starts to be gone right away. And so now this is very important that the food that you're eating is creating the fat burning and it's creating your metabolism boost. Because if you're eating a lot of food that is high in unhealthy carbs, that's high in sugar, that's processed, this concept doesn't work. It's not about eating more calories just for the sake of eating more calories. It's about eating the right foods that boost your metabolism. And when you have all the right elements that we've talked about, it, you actually feel more full with less calories. And so it's like it, moving yourself to that lifestyle shift of, of eating these real whole foods that are keeping you full and as a result, boosting your metabolism because you're actually eating enough for your body. And so, yes, this is a, a huge thing that if this one thing was changed, so many women would start seeing their weight be released. And I know personally, even I had the mindset that, uh, oh, as I'm getting older, my metabolism slowing down. Maybe I'm not meant to be at a certain weight. Maybe I'm not meant to lose this weight. Maybe I'm meant to be fat. These are the things I would tell myself and that I know others tell themselves. And it's completely false. It's just because you have not learned the right strategy to get your metabolism up. And that's 
around eating enough of the right foods to get your fat burning going. That's it. Are there any supplements that you yourself use or that you recommend for your clients? So I actually don't really recommend any supplements. I really recommend eating whole real foods. Um, There's a few things that I'll talk about that are natural supplements that I like to add in. Um, And so the first thing is those those foods, which I call these natural plant-based protein boosters, which are flaxseed, chia seeds, and hemp seeds. And now, especially for vegans and vegetarians, these give you a boost of protein that's completely plant-based. Hemp seeds are quite high in protein. They're also high in healthy fats. So you want to just balance it out. They're two scoops of peanut butter with Um, with some protein in it. And these are things that you can add to your smoothie. There are things you can add over a salad. You can add it to your your, um, slimming grains, whether you're eating millet or buckwheat or whatever it may be, um, or to your beans or lentils. You can add that to boost your protein. So that's one thing that I love to um, recommend. The other thing, the other, a couple other things are that I recommend um, a a couple things like collagen, which isn't really like a supplement, but it's like an easy addition. It's not vegetarian or vegan because it is, it's, it's made from animals, but you add it into your um, smoothie, your coffee, and it gives you about eight grams of protein. And it's a really nice boost. You can also add it into, yeah, into your smoothie. And then the, the one other thing that I guess I would, well, I'll say two more things. One is um, that the spices, the spices is something I consider a natural supplement because when you add in turmeric, you are lowering your inflammation. You can add that into your eggs if you eat eggs. You can add that into your smoothie and you don't even taste it, but you're getting those anti-inflammatory benefits, which means you're reducing your puffiness and bloating in your body. Also, you're reducing any joint pain that you might have. Um, Also, if you like hot, spicy food, if you like to use cayenne pepper, jalapenos, serrano peppers, anything along those lines, those have um, a compound that's called capsaicin. And what capsaicin does is that that's what gives the heat in those foods. But what capsaicin does is it uh, increases your metabolism and it also curbs your appetite. So basically what it's doing is it's helping you burn more calories while helping you eat less, while helping you be less hungry. And so it's like amazing for for weight loss um, to add that. And then another really great one to add is ginger. Because ginger is, it helps your digestion. It helps food move through your body. It helps your stomach stay slim. Um, and so that's really great. So that's one. And then I'll say one more that I probably would consider somewhat of a supplement, which is called BCAAs, and that's called branch chain amino acids. And um, these are just like, they're just certain amino acids that you can use to boost your protein. And I add these into my um, into my smoothie in the morning. So it gives you about six to eight grams extra of protein as well. And so that's a nice little boost there. Could you give us maybe your typical day of eating and exercise habits when you wake up, um, when you have your meals, what time? What time and how do I do that? Yeah, absolutely. I like to have a routine. And what I recommend is that like you just have your morning routine so that you're not thinking about it. Um, And you're including the concept of easy eating. So you're not putting it off because you don't have time to make it. Um, So I usually do eat my breakfast within one to two hours of when I wake up. 
because that way my body is just coming off of that nighttime fast of being not having food for around eight eight or so hours. And, and, but then I'm replenishing it. And that actually helps you keep your metabolism high when you're not allowing your body to starve. And I know that there's intermittent fasting and there's those concepts and those can work for some people. Um, I've found that it works specifically for people that need to decrease how much they eat. But if you are somebody that isn't eating enough, or if you're someone that's eating the right amount, intermittent fasting is not necessarily going to work for you. And that may be why you're finding that it's not working. Um, so what you want to do is actually give yourself that the right, the food, like the right amount of food in the morning so that you get your metabolism going and your body doesn't go into starvation mode. Because once your body's in starvation mode, once your body's hungry, then what happens is that once you do feed yourself, it's going to hang on to whatever you eat and, and it's not going to burn it. It's going to hold it and store it as fat because it doesn't know when its next meal is coming. And that's really where that, that um, underlying reason that when you're eating less, you're not losing weight is because your body is in starvation mode and it's in fat storage mode instead of in fat burning mode because you're giving it the right amount of food to keep it going. Um, and that's why I only eat within an hour to two hours. I'll have a glass of water, coffee um, with cinnamon, and then have my morning breakfast, whether it's a smoothie or something else. And, uh, and then I'll just then my morning is done. And then I might sip on some coffee through the morning as well. And what about the rest of the day? What's like a typical lunch and dinner? So through the rest of the day, a typical lunch or dinner, it also depends on your preferences and your food. So I can tell you what I do though. I do, you know, I've been doing this for 10 years. Over time, your taste buds change and things that you loved in the beginning, you actually don't need them anymore. I don't need as much rice as I did before. I don't need as much bread as I did before. I actually, my body doesn't crave it anymore. It's quite amazing, but my body craves vegetables now. And that's what happens. Once you start giving your body vegetables, it craves more vegetables. Um, and so in the afternoon, what, you know, I follow the fat burning food framework. When I used to eat fish, I would have salmon and asparagus with some spicy mustard and, um, and Ezekiel bread for my healthy carb. And so I would make enough salmon on Monday to last me for three or four days along with the veggies. So it'd be very simple and easy. Now I'm plant-based. Now what I do is that I, I, I have a, what I call a, a green smoothie also in the afternoon because I work I have a busy day. I like to just go make a quick smoothie. So I make it's full of greens. It also has some bananas, some other veggies, flaxseed again, protein powder. And then I'll also have um, a uh, I'll either have Ezekiel bread on the side or I've just started this is that we have been making um, garbanzo bean pancakes, garbanzo bean flour pancakes. So if you buy chickpea flour and you um, you can combine it with water put some onions, jalapenos or anything else you like, and you make it into a batter. Um, and then you just spread it out like a pancake. You could make a whole batch of them that could last for weeks and, um, or at least for one week. So that's another thing um, that I like to do in the afternoons. If I don't feel like that smoothie, I'll have the chickpea flour pancake along with some more greens on the side to really keep it very filling. So um, to, I'll, I'll just have like some salad on the side um, and that is extremely filling. So that's really great. And then in the evening right now, I've been grilling. We've been, I've been doing portobello mushrooms um, with, with asparagus and red bell peppers along with like some nice spicy seasonings and, um, and, then, and then a big green salad because I'm plant-based and I love vegetables. In the past, you know, I would eat a, a white fish at night 
um, and have some greens and, and, and a healthy fat in the form of coconut oil with my dinner. So, yes. And what are your tips for, let's say someone's on the go and they have to eat at a restaurant? What would you go for if you were forced in that situation? Oh, yeah. If they're at a restaurant. And so this is all part of the lifestyle shift. And so this is, you know, I used to be a consultant. I was traveling four days of the week and eating out for every single meal. And I lost 40 pounds while I was doing that. So um, I a, a big part of what I teach and what I know is around what to order when you're out, because that's that's always going to be our life. And once we learn how to approach that, once we learn how to do that, well, then we can eat out as much as we want to. Like you're going to eat out. There's going to be time. So it's just about knowing what to do. And so I really recommend keeping the fat burning food framework in mind, which is thinking about, well, I need a protein and a veggie and either a healthy carb or a healthy fat. It's okay. You can decide either one, even if you're changing up which meal it's at. And so you're really looking for that protein, veggie and healthy carbs. So if you go to an Italian restaurant, for example, you're going to see lots of pasta dishes. But what you can do is that you can still order a chicken or a fish or um, you could even get like an eggplant dish if you're vegetarian or vegan. Um, and um, and then you have the, some veggies that they bring on the side. So you're still keeping that framework in mind. Um, but here's the thing, like we are real people. We have, there are certain things that go through our mind and these things go through my mind every time I eat out, which is um, I want to treat myself. I'm eating out. I want to treat myself. I don't want to be so perfect all the time. I want to enjoy the foods that are, that are here. And so for that reason, I have a few strategies around that that help you enjoy yourself by eating some of the foods you wouldn't usually eat, but still staying healthy and and feeling great if you want to have a, if you have a goal of wearing a bikini if you have a goal of being um wearing a certain dress if you have you're still going to meet those goals by doing this this strategy but you're still going to let go a little bit so this strategy one of them is called the appetizer hack and um, this strategy is when you go to your go to the restaurant if you're craving something like a treat have it in an appetizer so have an unhealthier appetizer have something like whether it's fried mozzarella sticks, fried calamari. Um, it could be something like just like a breaded, uh, like a, a breaded type of thing. Have that, have a little bit of it. Sometimes depending on the size of the appetizer, you may not need to eat all of it, but eat that and then order your meal according to the fat burning food framework, because then you're still indulging, you're still enjoying yourself, but it's in a smaller quantity. And, um, and then your larger quantity is a very healthy meal. Um, and then to really like put the nail in the head here, like to really make your, your meal amazing. If you're able to eat a bigger meal, that's more uncooked, that's going to get you the bait, the, the, the best results. Because whenever you go to a, a restaurant, whenever any restaurant cooks your meals, unless they're extremely healthy and known for being healthy, they are using oils, they are using more butters, they are putting more things in your food that you are not aware of. And you will notice the results if you if you order something, even if you're being healthy, um, a little bit but it's still going to be okay. So if you're able to find a salad that looks amazing, like a Mediterranean or Greek salad, if you're able to find something that looks amazing and you're in the mood for it, and you had, you could have still had your, your appetizer hack strategy, then you're going to walk out of there feeling really good, feeling really light. Um, you're going to feel full and satisfied, especially if on that salad you had um, your greens, of course, you're, you have a protein and then you also have a healthy carb in the form of usually beans or maybe a small piece of bread on the side. 
you're going to feel great. I look forward to having like Southwest salads, Greek salads when I go places. And once you start eating like that, it's amazing. Your body starts craving it and it becomes very, very um, like second nature to order those things. So let's talk about exercise. What kind of exercises do you recommend people start off with and maintain over time? So what kind of exercises um, do people start and then maintain? Yes. So what is really good is I, I have this strategy called the one, two, three workout strategy, which is where a lot of times when someone feels that they want to exercise or they're ready to get into that mode, they feel like they have to go to the gym or they have to exercise three times a week or four times a week right away. And that's really, really, it's not just, it's not just hard to do because you're going from zero to three or four times, but it's actually a burnout method and you are not going to get the results that you want to get. Like your it's just not going to happen. What is a better way to do this is to not look at it like a rush to get three, three times in or four times in it's to step it up and to create this habit in your life and make it simple and easy, build up to it. So what I recommend is in the first week, you go and you exercise one time. Maybe you exercise for 30 minutes. You actually, and I'll give you some exercises and some, and some ideas on what works the best in that 30 minutes. Um, the next week, you go and you add one on. So you do the same one and then you add one on. So you're like slowly stepping it up. Now, I've actually found that exercising more than two times a week can sometimes feel challenging if you have a family, a job, or if you have a lot going on. And even if you do it two times a week, if you do it two times a week for two weeks, that's what I recommend. So it's called the one, two, three strategy. You do one time a week for one week, two times a week for two weeks. And then, because you need some time to build this up. And then if you're ready after the, those two weeks of being at two times a week, you layer on one more and then you do three times a week. And then you can go for three weeks there. And if you feel like adding more on, then that's up to you. Then that's great. And the types of exercises that I um, recommend are actually very unconventional because I don't recommend doing cardio. Cardio will actually take you, it'll, you'll spend so much time on the treadmill. You'll spend so much time what, on whatever machine you're on or running or walking. And you really won't see those results, especially if you have an off week, that weight will just come back on. And so what, what is so much better, what is so much more important is for you to do strength training, for you to do more of resistance training. And what that means is using weights and if you can, and you probably can, because most people can lifting heavier weights, because when you lift heavier weights in, in like 15 minutes, you can get a workout that completely boosts your metabolism and you will start seriously, you'll start seeing a flat stomach from this, from this strategy. And so, um, you don't need as much time when you are building strength in your body. What happens is that your muscles burn more calories than, um, than fat does. So when you get more tone and muscle in your body, you're just sitting watching Netflix and you're burning fat because your, your muscle needs to burn more calories. And, um, and so it's, it's, this is a very time saving method to lose weight and to stay healthy for a longer period of time because as you start adding more tone and muscle, then everything starts happening faster. You start burning fat for longer. I mean, it starts, it starts happening faster and then it stays off. Like, especially if you have a week that's not perfect, you go on vacation, your body is still, 
it's still operating in a very, very high, like a fast level to burn your fat. And so doing exercises that have more resistance training is excellent. Um, and a way to get started on looking for those, they're called usually high intensity interval training is a good way to get started. They're 15 to 15 minutes to 30 minutes, and you really only need that. Um, and then you can move into doing more weights because sometimes high interval, high intensity interval training or HIT training, the weights that they use are, are lighter. So it's a great way to get started and then to move into doing some little bit heavier weights, especially doing things that are like full body exercises like squats and deadlifts where you're using a workout bar or you're work using like weights that are like 15 pounds at least on each side. Um, and that's where your body really starts to transform. That's where if you feel like you've never had a six pack, your six pack will come. If you don't care about a six pack, you'll still be able to be in shape so much easier and for so much longer by integrating strength training. Okay. Awesome. I love it. So how can everybody work with you and tell us about your freebie? Oh, absolutely. I'm so excited to share how you can find out more about me. So the first step would be to connect with me. And I have a special free gift, which is my seven proven and easy recipes to flatten your belly, slim down and drop two to three dress sizes. And these are available on my website at masalabody.com right now. And once you... Uh, uh, enter your email, your name for those recipes. I'll send you the recipes immediately. They're extremely delicious. And in fact, they even include my metabolism boosting morning mint and berry smoothie that I shared with you earlier. So you'll have all the ingredients, all of the measurements, everything right there, along with six more metabolism boosting, easy, delicious recipes. And then from there, you'll find out, um, I'll connect with you through email. And I have a 60 minute training that you can watch right away about how our professional female clients lose 20 to 40 40 pounds, drop three to five dress sizes, um, and look amazing in pictures. And so you'll have that opportunity to see that, to watch that training right away. And it's free. And then from there, we can connect. You can book a call with me. You can book a call with myself, my team, and we will talk to you more about what, how we can help you, what your challenges are, what your goals are. We love learning. We love talking to the people that we connect with. And so that would really, really be the best ways to go to masalabody.com, grab the free recipes, and then watch watch for the emails that I send you and join the training. And if you'd like to book a call after that with me, I would absolutely love to talk with you. Thank you so much for being with us today. This has been great. And I will put all your information in the show notes for everyone to check out. Thank you so much, Kat. This has been such a great conversation with you. Thank you for your questions. I had an episode a while back with Dr. Mona Fahum of Feminescence, and we spoke about Feminescence, Maca Harmony, and their Maca products. And if you're a woman who's ever had hormonal imbalances, if you're trying to come off the birth control pill, or even if you're going through menopause, this is a natural way to help ease that transition and to help balance your hormones. There's nothing quite like it, so go to feminescence.com, enter code CAT15, K-A-T-1-5, for 15% off any of their single pack products and definitely go check out the episode. Just search for Mona Fahum on my podcast and listen, you won't regret it. Thank you for listening to the show. Please show your support for the podcast by leaving a five-star review. Learn more about the show and what I have to offer you at katkatibi.com. Consider being a part of the new Patreon where episodes are ad-free and you'll find extra bonus content. Send a voicemail question or email me. Check the show notes for more information.
This podcast is for informational merrymakings and metaphysical purposes only. Statements and views are not medical advice. This podcast, including Kakatibi, disclaim any adverse effects by the use of information you may have heard. Opinions of guests are totally their own. This podcast does not endorse statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications, credibilities, or sanity. Individuals may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to on the podcast. If you think you have a medical problem, consult with a licensed medical physician, not just the spirit of your ancestors while on ayahuasca.